Hi, this is Rob Wilson. Welcome to the Employco HR podcast. With me uh, again, as usual, is Scott Wilson, my partner. Hi there. And Jason Eisenhut, our Vice President of HR. Hello, everybody. And Nikki Navarro, working the board again. Thanks for joining us again this uh, this week. A, uh, the topic this week is the May, May jobs report, which came out earlier today, and uh, a disappointing report it was. The the, um, the, the feds had uh, were looking for roughly 150,000 jobs as a prediction a couple days ago, with a couple a uh, couple of uh, firms like ADP pointing towards 175,000, and the job report came in at 38,000 jobs. Yeah, which is its lowest level since September 2010, far below most of the experts, quote-unquote, Wall Street and other kind of surveys have gone on well below their $150,000, $160,000 estimates that everyone was predicting for this month. Right. We came out a few days ago with our, our monthly report, and we were we were uh, projecting a, a low number, but uh, not that low number, but we were substantially underneath the Fed's number of, uh, of the $150,000, from a From a point of where you need to be, the economy needs 200,000 new jobs a month for the economy to remain level. And that's pretty astonishing. They've actually went and lowered the other months too. Right. right. When you look at right the previous months, they uh, they lowered. They today they announced that they lowered the March number from two hundred eight thousand to one hundred eighty six thousand. And April was down. Uh, they revised the one hundred sixty thousand, which was a, a bad report, down to one hundred twenty three thousand. And I'm just throwing this out there. You know, the labor department's going to make it look as good as possible. So. I'm just thinking being bearish two months from now, three months from now, correction. what are they going to correct this to? Right. Right. And there are, they're pointing to, uh, on the 38,000, Verizon had 34,000, 35,000 people on strike, that the strike has ended, so those people will return to the workforce. So next month, you know, you're automatically going to get a pop of 35,000 jobs. Right. So some interesting statistics. As you, as you break down, what does the report mean at 38,000 jobs? Healthcare was the big winner with uh, 46,000 new jobs in May. The largest part of that, healthcare services at 24,000 and hospitals at another 17. Mining, the mining continues to drop. The, uh, the mining industry lost another 10,000 jobs. Since 2014, the mining industry has lost 207,000 jobs. Now, that'll be interesting to see as the uh, oil went over 50. If oil continues to rise, what point does, uh, does mining spike back up in the right. U.S.? And as it plays more of a uh, role in the election. I mean, you're already hearing Trump. I mean, that's all he talked about in that entire region. And right. even as we're looking on Twitter, uh, Trump was really the only one to comment on. Trump and Nancy Pelosi uh, were the only two to comment. Trump's was just a 38,000 jobs bombshell, uh, terrible. Uh, Nancy Pelosi blamed it on the GOP House. And then uh, Bernie Sanders tweeted about climate change, and Hillary Clinton was going after Trump to try to get into a uh, Twitter battle. So you've got only one candidate really talking about jobs, which is a a focal point of uh, should be the economy moving forward. A couple other stats for you. uh, you We had mentioned the telecommunication industry because of the, uh, the strike. Manufacturing went negative this month. Uh, durable, durable goods declined by 18,000. And another uh, another one to keep an eye on is the uh, temporary help actually went down 21,000. So the temp- temporary industry has lost 64,000 jobs, which that's the first thing to look for in uh, in going into recession is the, the temps are, are the uh, first to go. So a little bit of the professional and business services were a little bit of a winner. Healthcare was a big winner. 
which is an interesting dynamic because the Affordable Care Act is really putting a strain on healthcare insurance carriers, losing millions of dollars in different markets on the individual market, the Affordable Care Act exchanges. They're pulling out, like United Healthcare is pulling out of Illinois, Blue Cross at they're, they're asking for rate updates for or, uh, rate increases, right? For Texas, right, right. In yep. order to to at least break even, all the health insurance carriers are really needing to ramp up the premiums. And uh, right, Blue Cross went up. Uh, they're asking for a rate increase in Texas for uh, at sixty percent. So yeah, they lost six hundred million dollars. I was on what a, Blue Cross has lost in Texas. I was on a radio show yesterday, the Business for Breakfast show, out in uh, in Palm Springs and uh, and Phoenix. That was one of the things we talked about was the insurance industry, how when those mergers go through, you're going to, one, you're going to lose some more jobs, but you're going to have virtually all Americans are going to be buying insurance from one of three companies. So yeah. definitely something to keep an eye on on the healthcare side. So, And with the Affordable Care Act, with large employers, which are at least over 50 employees, and those employers have to offer the insurance to their full-time employees who average at least 30 hours a week, a lot of the full-time employers are putting a stop on changing full-time employment to two part-timers. So we're seeing a lot of the workforce change from involuntarily working part-time hours. They want to be a full-time employee, but more and more Americans are having to work a part-time job looking for full-time employment. They just can't find it. Yeah, a, uh, another stat that we always keep an eye on is your average work week. The, it remained unchanged this month at 34.4 hours for the average uh, average work week. So that the magic number on the healthcare side is 30. So that number uh, has dropped a bit. Uh, the uh, when you look at production and non-supervisory employees in the uh, private sector, it's uh, that's at thirty-three point six. So the uh, wow. the healthcare number is thirty. But uh, if we turn to unemployment, uh, it wasn't surprising to see the unemployment numbers drop despite a uh, poor performance on the new job report. Unemployment dropped from five to four point seven. But a big part of that is uh, is is. Uh, is Americans that continued to stop being a statistic and fall off the report. We've uh, the long-term unemployed is at 1.9 million people, so they've been jobless for 27 weeks or more. Your your total unemployed uh, is at 7.4. Well, 7.4 million. Those are the Americans that are actually still on still a statistic, and that that does not include people that have fallen off the uh, off the uh, workforce. And that 4.7% unemployment is the lowest it's been since November 2007. So it's it's been a while, and normally that might be a good number to, to shoot for, a low unemployment rate, but this combined with the jobs report. And if you keep peeling off the number of people looking for jobs, you can make any number you want. Right, I mean, they can make it 3% if they want. <laughs> right, you and, and that's you know, when you look back uh, a year ago, as we, we track these numbers every month, and when you look back uh, a year ago, you knew you could tell the long-term unemployed that we're going to stop being a statistic. You know, there's there's millions of people out there that have, are no longer looking for a job, and they're no longer being a, they're not a statistic. And and during every administration, they do this. So it's not just with Obama in office during the Bush years they did it, the Clinton years. I mean, it just that's part of the game that they play. Is now the economy is good, and then they go back and retro revise it, and it's very. I, I can't think of one instance where they went back and actually said, no, it was better than we thought. <laughs> I mean, it, it right. rarely ever happens, if at all. Right. Look at the number of part-time employees. Right now, you've got 6.4 million people that are, are part-time, and they're involuntarily part-time. So they, they, they fall under the survey as 6.4 million people working part-time that 
would have preferred full-time employment but can't find a full-time job. So that, that's, a, that's a huge number. Well, and I think, too, you're going to see more businesses as more people go on unemployment. They're going to be trying to fight those unemployment claims so that their taxes don't go up from a SUDA standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's where, you know, good record keeping and keeping an eye on things is really going to pay off for the organized business owner. I think a lot of the small and mid-sized businesses are kind of a wait-and-see approach. They're not yeah. going into full hiring mode either because of the economy or because of the upcoming election or banks are really reluctant to uh, lend to small and mid-sized companies because of the, the environment and atmosphere we're in right now. So they're small and business, small and mid-sized companies are really having a tough time getting increasing capital from lending and, and banks to, to grow their business. Yeah, right. And that's going to be the debate that you're going to see over the next few weeks of, you know, the numbers are so bad today. What's the cause of it? Are people being cautious about the economy? Is it the election? Is it the foreign overseas? You know, there's many countries overseas right now that are in a recession. Are business owners worried that they're going to uh, they're going to that we're going into a recession or the early stages of a recession? You know, we've got uh, one of our clients, an investment banker. He released a report earlier this week that the deal flow in the in the investment banking side is uh, substantially slower this year in 16 than it was in in 15. Yeah, and you know the markets haven't reacted too bad to the uh, this jobs report. I mean they are substan they're down, but Dow Jones is only down a half percent, and Nasdaq's just under one percent, which I would have thought it would have had a bigger impact. I I, I love uh, before we start recording, Scott uh, did a little uh, some research oh, of, of where the where this uh, this is the most disappointing lowest report since. Uh, September 2010, and uh, so where does this fall on social media? Yeah, and I, I uh, well, I looked, looked at both Twitter, and then I went on the various news websites, and like CNN, it wasn't on their front page. Uh, MSNBC had it uh, sixth on their page, uh, above a uh, story on Silly String. Uh, Fox had it down seventh, above uh, just above nine things never to buy at a dollar store, so it's kind of interesting to see how, you know, it really is a kind of a good barometer of how the economy is now and all the news markets are so focused on you know you know what the kardashians are wearing and <laughs> things like that when they really should be you know more focused on the economy so yeah good thing the silly string stories out there yeah though. yeah and now might be a good time to buy gold if i just read an article about how the uh, the gold backers are really hey this isn't now be loud and proud about being a gold owner because you're right. probably making some money today I, I would think, yeah. I know the uh, euro's up uh, one and a half percent, and the dollar's down uh, one and a three, one and a half percent. So, good for Europeans traveling to America. And so we'll see what next month brings. Typically, uh, this time of year, you've got the summer hiring, so you you should have had a bump this month. You should get another bump next month with uh, with the, your summer jobs, but. Uh, and they'll also bump it with the Verizon uh, strike being over, right. too. Right, so you know you're going up 35,000 jobs next month with the Verizon number. So speaking of this month versus next month, what do you guys think about the Federal Reserve increasing the, the, the rate? It doesn't look like it's going to be this month, does it? No. You mm-hmm. know, if you would have had 175 to 200,000 jobs, it would have given them a green light, but uh, this is going to be a good debate for them because clearly the economy is not as strong as they think. Right. So, and you've got, you've got health care spending up. Uh, projected to go even higher. You've got less jobs uh, in the marketplace. You've got 
millions of people unemployed, I, I think increasing the limit, increasing the interest rate right now is going to would be a tough move for them. Yeah, yeah I think they said they might. They pretty much ruled off June, but they're like, well, maybe in July. But I think it really is going to depend on how the next jobs mm-hmm. report is. Yeah, this has to uh, has to take the increase off the table in June. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, and uh, uh, if any questions, if you guys ever uh, would love to have your questions or comments, feel free to uh, email us at hr at employco.com. And uh, our, our website is employco.com. And you could uh, check us out on iTunes as well as on our, uh, SoundCloud. our website. Yeah. Sound, SoundCloud as well. Thank- <laughs> we have a little, little ad bell there. Thanks again, Nikki, for working the board for us this week, and uh, we'll be we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with a new topic. So thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Have a good weekend. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>